nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scoured the globe with top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. So, welcome back to the Matter of a Mind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. And today, I have for you my man, Dr. Rishi Shanpal. Maybe you want to think of me like Sean Paul, right? Like, give me the light. Well, you know, that's not what it is. So they Jordi and Rebecca, it. actually. Jordi and Rebecca. You forgot Jordi. Jordi and Rebecca. We can't forget Jordi and Rebecca. Jordi and Rebecca. <laughs> but, now. <laughs> now, Dr. Uh, Sean Paul here, he helps people focus on preventative health. And you know how we love to talk about preventative health on this show, right? You see, he believes that prevention and body optimization is the best way to prevent chronic disease, obesity, and many other health conditions. And of course, we're going to have a hack of the episode for you. Towards the end, he's going to explain breathing techniques to help us beat stress. And with that being said, let's welcome Dr. Sean Paul to the show. Hey, Rishi, how are hey. you doing today? Hey, yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Zico. How are you doing? Yeah, so tell my audience about yourself, man. Sure. Um, so I'm Dr. Sean Powell. Not sure, Sean Paul, as you want to call it. Jordi, I'm Rebecca, hear me now. But really, uh, yeah, I've been a doctor for around 12 years. Um, medicine's my second degree. Uh, my first degree was in e-commerce digital business. And I worked in London. Didn't really enjoy it. And I was like, you know, what is that, that I want to do with life? So I sort of went backwards and um, I actually became a monk for a while because spirituality is very important to me and that helped and gave me a really firm foundation um, and I sort of understood that I wanted to do medicine uh, looked at my values and then I sort of I've seen about 60,000 patients in my lifetime I think I've traveled to 52 countries um, and I've worked in a variety of countries I worked in a lot of refugee camps international medicine was my thing um, and then and now I sort of focus on like preventative and lifestyle changes and yeah medicine is really changed in the way I've, I've approached medicine in a very different way over the recent times which is preventative health is very important to me and I get great satisfaction from seeing patients before they become my patients so to speak you know because my motto is prevention is the cure and I really believe that you know that if we can prevent something it would save you and your loved ones and the economy so much money and you know thank you again for having me on your show I hope that makes sense, but yeah. That makes sure. perfect yeah. sense. And I agree with you. I uh, I think that where we do happen to go wrong, though, is that we get to the point where we need to be on Western medicine. And then we then start to think, you know, we started to look at Easter, the things that we could do for prevention and say, okay, okay, if I do this, will this get me better? Where I do that will make me better. And I always tell my, one of my best friends always says this. He's okay with you taking Western medicine. It has medication has its needs. It's times when you need it. For sure. But then 100%. do you have a plan 
to get off it. Just like I did with my asthma. I had to take my pills, had to take my Advair, had to take my albuterol, but I created a plan. And now three years later, I'm no longer on it. And I want people to make sure to understand that we're not going to bastardize Western medicine because it's needed, no. but we're going to talk about things you could do. It could possibly where you don't even ha- may not even have to get on with Western medicine. Or if you are, maybe some of the things you can do so you can get off it. And with that being said, what led you to focus on preventative health and purpose-driven health? So first of all, I will say that you're correct. You know, obviously seek advice from a medical practitioner. Talk to them about whatever you're doing. Don't just stop your medications because obviously you're on it for a reason. <laughs> and, you know, and I definitely believe that, you know, if you need medication, you need to have medication. But I'm more into like, you know, I suppose when I was seeing patients, um, I saw them and like, you know, it's like I'm being very reactive to their problems, which is, you know, cool. Um, but it was just like, you know, I'm in a, in, a, in a room and I see a patient and it's like, okay, this is what you've got to do. So then I treat them. Then they come back and, you know, things are okay. Then they move on. But then I was noticing patterns of behavior um, where patients are doing certain lifestyle things which are not conducive to their health. So, and I found that like, for example, there was a guy who came in, um, he was about 55, 60. He actually really loved his job, but he was working crazy hours. He had high blood pressure. He had like pretty much diabetic, um, quite obese, um, really kind of like, you know, he's got grandchildren. He's got, you know, he's very, very busy guy, but he's like, you know, he thinks he's loving life. And I got all his blood results back. I'm like, you know what, dude, this, 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 you know, there's like quite a lot of stuff to do. And, um, He's like, and he, he goes, and so he's like, yeah, but I mean, that's what, that's how I live, right? I mean, that's what I got to do. That's just life. You got to push forward. I'm like, well, that, you could do that, but there is another option. And then I was talking about breaking things down and we changed his diet. We changed many things in his life. Um, and I think the biggest, I think the biggest impact was that basically he went to the gym consistently. He reduced his hours of working. He spent more time with his family. Um, he actually was drinking alcohol every single day. Um, he was he basically kept taking pictures of his food and showing it to me every time I saw him I became like his human Instagram like he kept showing me like here you go look at this look at that you know like non-stop I'm like okay great dude that's wonderful but like let's go back to serious stuff which is good like obviously he became very passionate I think the biggest thing that impacted me with him was that when he turned around to me he goes you know I didn't you know I've seen a difference and that's great but I never realized the impact that it made for me and I'm like what do you mean like the biggest impact and he said to me, he sat in his, um, he sat down and he lived with his, his daughter and his granddaughter. And his granddaughter turned around to him and said, you know, granddad, you've changed. And he goes, well, what do you mean I've changed? I'm the same dude. He goes, no, 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 you've really changed. He goes, what? And he goes, you know, every time he used to come home, go upstairs, shut that door, have his own whiskey and have a cigar. I could smell the cigar coming out the, you know, the door. And he goes, now, you, you know, you spend time with me. We talk about so many things. I'm learning so much from you. And like, she goes, I just, I just love you. And I'm like, bang. I said, that's what I love. That's why I want to change the meaning of health, not just for like the room, but like, I really want to change the definition of health for the world because coming from a background of, you know, spirituality and like uh, being a monk for a while, it's really changed my perception of health. And of course, Western medicine is needed, but I also think like mind, body and spirit, you know, it's really important to focus on that. Um, and that's why I became into preventative healthcare. But I also believe in like purpose-driven health. And what I mean by that is that w- there are certain drivers that push us forward every day. You know, 
99% of patients that I see are very unhappy in their lives. They may not show that to you. They may not pretend on Instagram or whatever, but everyone is generally very unhappy and very unfulfilled. And when I see this, I'm like, why is that? What is it that's going on? And I think what I tend to do is, you know, you have a wonderful necklace, you know, wonderful pearls that are around your neck. And it's wonderful, right? You see all these pearls, they're incredible. But I feel that what Dr. Shampa does and what my aim is to look at the string that holds the necklace together, right? And it's really understanding on a deeper level what is going on with you and what's driving you. So this purpose-driven health that I've created is finding out what are the drivers that drive you and then how can we head towards what makes you happy? Um, because everyone's got, got certain characteristics and behaviors and it's about finding out what they are so we can find a deeper purpose for you and so we can help improve your well-being and your health. Because once you know what your purpose is, you also automatically make greater health choices and also taking care of yourself and your family. Purpose-driven health. I think that's fantastic. We hear about preventive health. We know what that is, right? But now we're adding in the purpose-driven part. I was on the show I was on, I think uh, a few weeks ago, something that I brought up was, do you love yourself? Right. And they said, to, and they were like, they kind of that, whoa. I said, listen, no, I'm not saying you should work on loving yourself. I'm asking, do you love yourself? Because if you really acknowledge that fact, I, I should say most people, if not everybody love themselves, right? If you should focus on that fact, or you should love yourself, if you mm -hmm. focus on that fact, right? And you get, and you have that love for yourself, would you want to do the best for yourself? Like just simply put, right? Purpose-driven health. And not only that, I love the fact you mentioned that he changed, but also the people around him started to realize and he became a light for other people. We have to really stop and think about those things of the, the small, making small adjustments in our life, how we can make our lives better and also the people around us. And with that being said, because you, you I, I think I found this on your Instagram, you say that health is real wealth. We've heard that before, but what's your yeah. definition? That's, yeah. So um, it's interesting, right? Um, I mean, my, my brother, sadly, you know, he's a successful lawyer, but he actually ended up having cancer, right? He's very successful. He did everything, right? Then he, he got cancer. Um, it was, it's a lymphoma. I mean, luckily he got treated and he's cured, like he's in remission right now. Um, the lymphoma, sorry for listeners, are basically a type of blood cancer, um, a hematological problem. But, um, you know, I, I think this is the same, same thing that I'm saying. Like we are so, unfortunately, like coming back to that point, we are so influenced by everyone around us, social media, advertising, you know, sex or like you know we're all taught to trace that dream like just go like work harder work harder keep doing more 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 and i'm like no stop chasing that dream because what it is is that what are you actually chasing do we even even do we know what we're chasing no we just think we'll have that house we'll have that wife we'll have 2.4 children we'll be so happy in life but actually when you get there you're definitely not happy i mean one of my friends a very good friend is a clinical business psychologist um, and he interviews like the top, top CEOs of the whole world. Like they've got everything, helicopters, you know, like yachts. And pretty much they really get down to basics and they interview them and they're like, you know, what is it that's driving you? What are you, you know, how's everything going? And pretty much every single one of those people breaks down and cries because ultimately they're not happy in life. And fulfillment and all these things are so lacking in the world. We're so selfish. 
And actually, I really, part of my courses and part of the things I talk about is the idea of service. And, you know, by giving, you get more. So, sorry, coming back to your question, like what is health and why is health? It's real wealth, because if you don't have your health, you have nothing. You know, if you think you can have all this stuff in the world and then you can't even suddenly you're paralyzed or you, you know, you can't even put a spoon to your mouth. Right. I mean, it's worth nothing. We think we're chasing crypto millionaires or whatever you want to do, but it's definitely going to it's definitely not going to make us happy. And it's about understanding what is it that's driving you. I mean, I've got five pillars of <clears throat> Dr. Sean, I talk about five pillars and it's about working and working those five pillars out and improving yourself so you can understand that, you know, real I think real worth is is your health, but actually understanding what drives you and what's going to fulfill you in life, I think, you know? You know, I like that you added those two because I think you're right. Finding out what drives you and will fulfill you is is very important. Because once you find that, life becomes different. When Once I discovered nutrition and training clients and once I discovered this podcast and, yeah. you know, it's my life has been completely different. And it's something that I can't explain to people because but that's then- just... Sorry, sorry, Zico. Yeah, sorry. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because it's interesting, Zico. Because what happens is, which is interesting, right? Because part of the things I also talk about with my patients or clients, or patients, I suppose, or when they do my courses, is that you, you know, that night, you know, proximity is power. I'm sure we've heard this before, but ninety-five percent of our success or failure is dependent on the people we hang out with. Mm. You know, what's happening with you, Zico, is that you are in a sphere where people are evolving. There's so many different ideas. And you get to meet these people and you associate with such different kinds of people that you're, you know, our mind, you know, suddenly we're like, you're from here. And we're like, you know, uh, we just widen our sphere of open understand, openness, right? So our association changes, which changes our consciousness, which changes our vibration. You know, it goes on and on, right? So it's all about like one of the big things I talk about as well is association, right? Because it's so important to, to really look at who you hang out with and where they're going in life and where you want to go. Um, my, my grandparents used to say that show me your friends and i'll show you your personality but yeah no that's perfect exactly that's true it's so true but i'm not saying to reject your friends like you know <laughs> screw you man you know you know you know you don't you don't belong to me no more man no no i'm not saying that what i'm saying is to just become more selective about which ones are elevating you and which ones are really like you mentioned real love and caring for you and which ones are not you know it's really important to to work that out and that's really part of health too you know and that's why, you know, going back to that story with that man, you know, that's why connection is such an important and powerful thing that we really underestimate. And connection I talk about with other people is obviously very important, but the most important thing is that connection, which we've discussed with ourselves, you know, which is that self-love and what that self-talk is, because it has a huge influence on how we feel about everything. Absolutely true. And I think you're really dropping some gems on us. By the way, Dr. Uh, Sean Paul over here, which I'm going to call it Sean Paul, just so everybody know that. Mate, that also, I gave you that hint, man. I told you that before. <laughs> I love it, though. Now it's in my oh, head. It can't, it can't go anywhere Paul. now. Yeah, it's it's right. stuck yeah, in my head. That's, it is what yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, go. Uh, but he does, uh, I think he has a radio show as well where he does some DJing. So, you know, Mr. Dr. DJ Sean Paul over here. Fantastic dude, the beat, guy. Dude, get it right, dude. It's the beat, Dr. Show. The beat, you know, the beating of your heart. Like the beat. Yeah. Dr. Show, yeah. So I DJ. Uh, so, I had listening parties in London. We used to organize like listening events in London. And then used to play, like I used to play bass and like harmonium and Indian instrument. And then I went to New Zealand and the music scene wasn't the best for me. No offense. So I ended up just like, like, you know, uh, basically just um, pretend. Anyway, I presented had a radio show back in London when I didn't. 
And I just basically got a radio show there. Then I had one in Sydney. Then I had one in New Zealand. Then I had one in Byron Bay. And yeah, so I love my music. I love my beats. And yeah, yeah. so it's cool. Yeah. So I DJ yeah, too. it's cool. See, so he DJ as well. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, he helps you with your, uh, with your health, but it can also give you some fantastic music as well. So just wanted to add that into the show, but back to regular schedule programming, right? Uh, you also said this, and of course, I guess I'm a stalker of your Instagram because you said, uh, you said the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. What do you mean mm -hmm. by that? Mm, very good question. So um, if we look at anything in life, right? Like if I'm going to ask you, Zico, how do you define, shall we say, um, how do you achieve a goal? Zico, it's, it's not. Oh, easy. I should answer. Well, yeah, I would say. Mind, Zico, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like, believe it or not, I, I'm just. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. rhetorical. Sorry. Um, but I would say that um, I, I look for what I want and I plan for it and put the plan in motion and I executed it. Correct. So the, the, the secret to, to anything in life, if you want to be whatever you want to do in life, right? It's very, very simple. But we make it very complicated, but it's very simple. I also believe in something called simple living, hard thinking, right? Rather than, you know, doing all this crazy stuff, just like live simply and focus on something higher. And what I tell my patients is um, the secret to anything in life is consistency. Who wins that race? The rabbit or the the um the turtle oh, turtles yeah the tortoise the turtle yes or the rabbit the turtle the tortoise or the turtle is it turtles turtle i don't know and I'm i guess getting, depends uh, depends on the country i guess but uh, in america what is it turtles tortoise uh, no, i think I it's turtles i think it's turtles tortoise okay tortoise or turtle so yes the the turtle is a slow and steady person that is consistent and is like oh my god they are so slow but they just keep going and they keep chugging away and eventually they win the race what most of us tend to do is like forget that i want a quick fix so like my like I, I want some benzos or i want some alcohol i want some drugs i just want to forget about life or masturbate whatever it is like forget that no really the most important thing is the consistency and not just rushing for you know running really high and just burning out right. so the secret is in your daily routine meaning what you do every single day particularly in the morning i mean there's others in there's like scriptures in India with Vedic scriptures which talk about three modes of material nature, like mode of goodness, mode of passion, mode of ignorance. And so if you want to achieve anything in life, particularly in scriptures, it talks about getting up in the morning and setting your routine because that is in the mode of goodness, meaning whatever you do that day sets your whole day. So what you're doing on a consistent basis is gonna change everything. If you have one fizzy drink every single day, that's all it is, like you know, 125 calories. I believe in 18 months, you pull on like, I think like 10 or 12 kilograms or something like that. But if you, if you stop that and you reduce it down, you know, in 18 months, you'll reduce, you know, your, your weight, you'll you lose weight. So the idea is that whatever you do every single day will have a profound effect. And actually, if you think about it, you are, you know, you, in the Bible, it says you reap what you sow. So whatever you're doing to your body right now is what's going to have the effect in the future. So and I always say that I mean, the secret to anything like your health or anything is in what you do every single day. And part of the other thing I talk about is regulation. Like regulation is so important. We have no idea, you know, waking up, sleeping at the set time, doing all these things allows our circadian rhythm, you know, mm -hmm. to synchronize, allows everything to work better. Yeah. yeah. So I've had people ask me this before, like, what do I, how do I start my day? 
and I posted on Instagram. I might eventually write an article on it. I know I have an episode on it, but I start my day. I wake up around six o'clock, sometimes five thirty, most days, right? Maybe weekends, maybe seven, just depending. Man, what you're doing, man? That's not consistent, Zico, man. I know, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. Joking, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> so you know, uh, what what I do is I every morning mm. I do a like a breathing meditation routine every mm-hmm. morning. And after I'm finished with that routine, then I do some type of like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I want to, I don't want to downplay it and say yoga, right? But I do like movement preps, get them to get my body moving for the day. What's wrong with the word yoga? No, I'm saying, so not necessarily wrong with the word yoga, but I had my, the yoga experts say to me that what you guys call yoga is really just stretching. Like what we, what we do is real yoga. So I'm giving them their respect of saying they do real yoga. I do movement preps and, you know, I'll call it yoga body. anyway. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. So but what I'm saying every morning I have that, it's that consistency. I get up and before I start my day, I brush my teeth first. That's probably the only thing I always do first. And then I go through that routine and that takes me about 20 to 30 minutes mm-hmm. every morning. Oh, and by the way, on top of that too, I go outside for about 10 minutes and go for a walk and get some sunlight. Then I come in and that's a consistent thing. 30 to 40 minutes of my day, mm-hmm. every single day. My best friend said to me once that if you ask most successful people in the world, they would tell you that they have a consistent morning routine. Having a, how you start, you don't want to start your day yelling and screaming and running and doing backflips and doing all kinds of stuff. All these stressors that's impacting your physical and emotional and mental health, start yeah. your day off. Now, I've had people say, well, I can't wake up that early. Well, you know what that means? Your sleep quality sucks. If your sleep quality sucks, maybe you want to look at improving your sleep quality because I don't sleep eight hours. I sleep six to seven hours and my sleep quality is amazing. And I also have an article on how to get quality sleep as well. And in fact, when it comes to sleep, we know so much now you can Google and find good information about getting quality sleep. That's one of the things that we just know so much about. So if you're beating the alarm clock every morning, you may also want to think about improving your sleep quality, which again, comes down to routine. Because you have to have the right routine to reset your circadian rhythm, which is what you talked about as well. So I love how you tied everything into that. That's absolutely fantastic. And I then want to ask you, what do you feel understanding values or why do you feel understanding values is important in life? Yeah. Um, so again, it comes down to my coinage of like purpose-driven medicine, uh, meaning you, 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 you know, you don't really you can sort of head to a destination but you don't understand where you're going until you understand where you're coming from so i you know i have three values in life and once i figured out my values um it's like i can you know i had that like a bit more understanding of my purpose so i have three values connection i like making a connection for example i i vibe with zika really well he's a really cool dude um contribution like i really enjoy making a difference and I really believe in justice and equality. I believe everyone should be treated equally and fairly. And it really does, inequality does kind of like, you know, I don't like that. It kind of makes me quite upset. Um, so those three values are what drive me. And I think most of us in life don't understand where we're, we don't understand our values. We sort of like, okay, yeah, I'm like an IEP, whatever, right? But what the hell does that mean? Like, we have to have tangible single words which actually describe who we are and what we do. It is not easy. I mean, I've got, you know, Dr. Sean Powers, I've got some courses and part of them is understanding your values. I've got that course there. And actually, funny enough, I talk about Dr. Sean Powers morning routine in, on Instagram and stuff. But 
it's interesting like um we actually if you think about it most of us if i say to you like what are your values are like you know uh, love peace i don't know happiness but that's not really a value you know that's just defining what you want to become it's a very interesting and very quite technical term you know and it has to, you know it's and um so once you understand your values then you can work out your direction as well and it sort of helps with my purpose-driven health too um but this it's a it's very complicated but yes so values are very important because you know where you're going then you can improve your health and you can focus on your better job you can find the partner that aligns to your values all sorts of things and you can't really change your values even though you can think that you are but ultimately your values i feel are still intrinsic to who you are and everyone's an individual right so you know what are your I'm values a, i'm a robot so i don't know what you're talking about yeah but uh <laughs> you know my life but uh you know as actually was sitting here thinking about what you were um saying and um yeah i've never really sat and written down my values and that's something i'm gonna do not right after this because you know i have work to do but you know i will eventually i'm gonna sit down probably this evening and uh, yeah. kind of think and write down my values because yeah. i've never actually done that i think that's going to be something that's going to be beneficial for me and anyone out there that's never done it i challenge you to do the same thing as well to where you can see that driven you can see what actually drives you. I had a uh, Dr. Glenn Livingston on the show a few months ago, and we were talking about, you know, never binging again. And one of the things he says, and it's going to tie into what you're talking about with values, is character trumps willpower. And it's what you mean. He said, okay, if, some, if, if somebody drops $100 in front of me, right? Yeah. Am I going to take it up and give it to him or am I going to put it in my pocket? And Probably. I say, of course. That's not that you asked me and I, did, I thought it was rhetorical. So I didn't answer for like, it was like a five second dead mute. But I, I said, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll give it to him. And then he said, yeah, because that's your character. But that's the same thing. When it comes to you wanting to be healthy, you want to take care of yourself. That's a character thing. That's something that's innate within you. That's a value driven thing. You want to be the best version of yourself. Now, if you don't have those values or those values are not innate within you, and you're just trying to will your way through it, it's going to be a challenge. That's why you yo-yo diet because you, I'm just trying to look nice or wait for summer and blah, 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 whatever. But when the value is there and it's within your character, that just becomes a part of you and what you do. And you no longer think about dieting. You're just thinking about optimizing your life. So I love how you said that. And that's absolutely beautiful, man. I, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, if you know what, if anyone was to hit, like you know, same, I would love to hear what people's values are because values can people can misunderstand what values are. But yeah, you know, you're correct in what you're saying. But um, character trumps willpower is correct. Um, but in terms of like working out your values, it is quite tricky, and you know, it does take a bit of time. You know, and things can quite seem quite similar too, so it can be quite complicated. So it's not a matter of really just writing down your values. Is it a more of a situation of looking over your life or? So how yeah, you feel at the moment? It's or... about reflecting, yeah. And there's like this. I've set up some questionnaires and some other stuff to work out your values too. Um, and to, I think they're available on my website. I think, um, yeah. Okay, so perfect. I think they're yeah. You can just go and check it out on my website. Awesome. Thank you. And his inf his contact information will be in the show notes as well. Zikahel.com slash. Uh, I would say Richard Sean Paul. Let's keep it that way. Not Sean Paul. Oh, it's, Dr. Sean, it's Dr. Sean Paul, mate. Come on, man. Look, you can see okay. Zico on, Hell, let's do that. Right. Zico I don't know best slash... friends now, but I do feel a bit like, come on, Zico, man. Okay, I don't want to insult him. <laughs> ZicoHell.com slash Dr. Sean Paul. Let's put it that way. That's what those are going to be. And of course, the show notes will be in the description of the episode. You need to click on it and get to it anyway. And with yeah, that man. being said, we're coming yeah. up 
to the hack of the episode. But before we get into the wow. hack of the episode, oh. you know I got something for you, right? See, I want to talk to you about mushrooms. Yeah, see, there are reported medical effects of mushrooms, including anti-inflammatory effects with anti-inflammatory compounds of mushrooms comprising a high diverse group in the terms of their chemical structure. These include polysaccharides, terpenoids, uh, phenolytic compounds, and many other low molecular weight molecules. And I want to tell you about some. My favorite mushrooms, real mushrooms. These, these guys have over 40 years of mushroom growing experience, and they know optimal ways to produce mushroom extracts to get you the benefits you deserve. Something else that I love about it is they use certified organic mushrooms cultivated sustainably as nature intended. So, of course, I got a gift for you, right? Go to realmushrooms.com, use code ZECOHEALTH to get discounts off their products. And of course, the website will be in the Zico recommendation page and description of this episode. And with that being said, now I'm going to flip it back to my guy, Dr. Rishi Shampal. And we're going to get into the hack of the day. What are some breathing techniques to help us beat stress? So it's very interesting. We talk about, you know, you mentioned about everyone knows about sleep. So why is everyone not sleeping great? You know, it's the same thing about, you know, breathing. Everyone knows about breathing, but, you know, why are we not less stressed? In fact, we're more stressed than ever before. Um, so part of my philosophy is simple living, higher thinking, you know, keep things very simple, keep them practical. And just, you know, work at what needs to be done. So, you know, when patients tell me, like, what is your, you know, what do you, I said, oh, just use Dr. Sean Powell's breathing technique. They're like, what's that? It's very simple. It's like just numbers, three, four, five. So three, so you breathe in for three seconds, then you hold for four, and then you breathe out for five. That's all you do, like breathe in, and you hold, then you breathe out for five. And when I'm with patients in consultation, we actually do it together. Um, and you actually see a marked transformation. Some, you know, patients, some people just like love it. They ended up writing three, four, five, stick it in their car, and they just, just a, a traffic lights are like, okay, yeah, because it has such a powerful effect and it's so simple. And what it does is scientifically actually activate the parasympathetic nervous system. So it helps reduce that fight or flight response. It helps calm things down. It helps you more, you know, center yourself. And the more that you do it, you know, the prefrontal cortex of the brain improves and you know, you're able to actually make, it gives you that space to make a decision and re stops you from reacting so quickly. So yeah, so three, four, five is a very, very powerful and very simple technique, which really helps, you know, and I, I love to keep it simple. So that's I the love it. Of the week, mate. I love it. You know what? I've, you, you, I've heard like different, um, I say similar breathing techniques to this, you know, you breathe in, you hold and you breathe out and then you breathe out should be longer than your breathing. And something I want to add to that too, is biologically speaking, if you're running from an angry bear or a lion or a tiger, I don't know how you, you may find yourself in the middle of the jungle somehow. Angry but, bear. But, right. Yeah. Angry a, a bear, you know, a, Oh, bear, you know, bear. A bear. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I thought you wanted it's to a Jamaican bear. accent. Just screwing everybody. Sorry, up. No. So, you know, you're running sorry. from an angry, you know, bear, lion, tiger, from you, somehow you're in the middle of the jungle or the, wherever there are. And yeah. you don't have time to stop and practice breathing. You don't have time to breathe in, hold and breathe out. You're going to run. You're going to move. Yeah. When you're biologically speaking, though, and this is why it activates the parasympathetic, is when you're breathing in, 
holding and breathing out, you're telling your body you're calm and you're safe. And when you're telling your body you're calm and you're safe, that activates your vagus nerve. And of course, your parasympathetic improves your digestion. Improve, you, you'd, be, you'd be surprised at how that can improve how you see things in life. And I want to add something to that. If you breathe with your diaphragm and not your chest while you're doing this technique, it can be fantastic for you. Remember I told you that I do a meditation every morning. Well, mm -hmm. that's part of my breathing technique. I breathe in for three. I usually hold for five and breathe out for six. That's, those are my numbers. And I breathe with my diaphragm. I, even when I'm talking now, honestly, I breathe with my diaphragm. I never breathe in my chest. It's not a natural thing for me now. But that calms me down, keeps my adrenaline balance, keeps my cortisol low and relaxed and calm and a better outlook for the day. So that's a fantastic hack. And I think most of us should do it. And not just when we feel stressed, but we yeah. practice proper breathing throughout the day can really transform your life. So thank you again for that. No, actually, just to add, sorry, Tico, no, thank you. I also, I also give patients like a handout sheet and I talk about these things. But I do tell my patients, actually, you should do it three times a day for like five minutes. Nice. Time. That's also very important to say, because actually it's important, like the, the repetition again, the consistency going back to that. You know, that allows it to incorporate into your life, that allows that, you know, that that system to just sort of like reset itself because we're right. too switched on. So know? not just when you feel stressed, but be do yeah. it on a consistent basis. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Anybody that's listening, go back and listen to that and incorporate a proper breathing technique, consistent breathing technique into your life can really transform you. Now, before I get out of here. I'm going to give you the floor and ask you, do you have anything to add that I haven't asked or you'd like to elaborate on? Yeah, I think for the listeners of your um, podcast, I mean, it's great that you've got this podcast. It's really to um, really stop for a minute. Like, you know, all of us are actually just like running like 100 miles an hour and just always like always on. And, you know, I've met like, you know, startups, you know, companies and like like people that are very successful and they're always switched on they're always like pushing themselves and only like you know i've got friends who are like high-powered doctors and they're so focused on stuff and only when they have an opportunity or when they something happens and they have to stop like completely stop like they have to click the reset button because maybe they had some health crisis or something happened then they start realizing and looking at like their life and they you know they may feel a bit tired or exhausted but they look back like you know what am i doing with my life like where am i heading and it's really important to everyone to think like, you know, what are you trying to achieve in your life and where are you going and why are you doing this in the first place? You know, and is that really who you want to be? So really understand that, you know, purpose driven health is really important to understand what you want to do and where you want to go, because we're always on and we never have time to stop. And even if we do a five minute hack or like that, that's cool. And that's really important. But to really stop and spend time to think about what, you know, where you're going, and what you're doing. It's probably the most important thing that you can do for your health today, you know, and in the future. That's so powerful. And I have a follow-up question now that she said that, because we were talking about the values and we talk about character, trumping sure. willpower, right? So then stopping and realizing where you are and where you're going, is that in a situation where you are forming your values or you are learning what your values are? So interesting question. So I so I believe that values are intrinsic to us. So there are certain things that drive us to do what we do. Why do teachers become teachers? Why do firefighters become firefighters? Why do you know bankers become bankers? Because everyone is an individual and extremely unique. 
Um, so it's about working out what is it that's driving you to do what you do. Um, so those values, I believe, are very intrinsic to us and it's working out what they are. So they don't change per se. They can sort of change a little bit, but I still feel that, you know, for example, I don't think that I can ever stop um, being a doctor because, I mean, I love being a doctor, but like um, I can't stop contributing and I cannot stop um, uh, making a difference. And, you know, and I enjoy the ability to, um, you know, to connect with people because I think it's an important and valuable thing and it's just who I am, right? Um, so back to your question is that, yeah, the values are intrinsic and I think it's just about working out what they are and they don't change. They may modify a bit, but they are they are essentially who you are. You know? right. so, so you're finding out who you are and you're living in your life based on who you you know you are. That's that's Yeah, but it's really important not to be brainwashed and which we are all conditioned to be brainwashed to 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 be like i don't know like get botox or whatever everyone everyone else does you know no it's true like it's just like it's no so not crazy. my botox job man come on you're killing bro, me bro man so i got botox i got it yesterday man can you all see no no <laughs> fillers too. no no <laughs> i didn't get botox or fillers just for your listeners but like you know it's really important to think why is this being pushed so much you know why is why is all these things happening really start questioning you know i mean i think there's a phrase you know those you know those that think i don't know what is it you know that's the problem these days. No one, uh, everyone follows. No one stops and thinks or something. You know, so it's really un- important to understand what is going on. Um, I do, for example, I do a lot of medicinal cannabis work with lo- lots of patients. I've seen a, like a huge transformation with patients. I know in America it's free. I mean, it's like legal. In Australia and the UK where I kind of work between the two, it, it is not, you know, it's kind of like a gray area. And the problem is it can become so recreational that people misunderstand how to use it. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's very transformative, but it has to be used in the right way. You know, you know, you can't just, for example, if you want, you know, if I want to learn how to fly a plane, I won't just go to my mate, go, mate, show me how to, you know, give me a plane, mate. Just like show me how to do it. No, real knowledge comes from having a, a, a qualified, bona fide teacher or guru. Right? You have to understand where you're getting the knowledge from. Yes. And the knowledge has to be, you know, it has to be qualified, has to be certified. So, you know, you have to be using everything in the right way um, and go to the right people and the right teachers. So it's about understanding, you know, again, association, but also finding the right teachers in your life. That's absolutely powerful. Thank you so much for sharing all this. Um, we're going cool. to, we're gonna, of course, we're going to talk again, do some work in the future, probably do an Instagram live or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, we're cool. going to, cool. yeah, I see, I can't stop giving to the masses as well. I think we definitely have that. In, we have that in common. And yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to shut this down right here. I let everybody cool, know the show notes will be zikahealth.com slash Dr. Sean Powell, just that you know, it's spelled S-H-O-N-P-A-L. So everybody know that. And of course the, uh, you'll be able to click on there and learn more about uh, my wonderful buddy over here. And of course, get access to his website and learn more about his work. And uh, the show notes will also be in the description of the episode. And with that being said, enjoy the rest of your day, fam. Thank you. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.